We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On preseason, Andy Lou. Championship on the way. You you know what? Somehow I got sick on Friday night, but I'm already over it, and I somehow gave it to you through osmosis. I don't even know how that happened. Anyway. Sick we, for seven days, by the way. Oh, bro. Like I'm like your kid. I'm like your kid. Well, you know, the only thing I've learned having a toddler is you're never safe. But anyway, back to the Warriors. We're getting through this. And, you know, my little guy's growing up. And you know who else is? Jonathan Kuminga. These are horrendous transitions I'm making, by the way. I feel like that's the first we should talk about. We didn't we didn't pot after Friday's game against the Lakers, which, you know, it's fine. It's preseason. Uh, I want to take like a macro view at this whole thing. Jonathan Kuminga leading scorer in three straight preseason games for the Warriors. And it's not just that. It's like you watch these games, and that looks like a dude who took the playoff benching to heart and worked on every aspect of his game because he looks like he's going to have a year three breakout to me. And that's the most exciting thing to talk about. Yeah, he looks like one of the best players on this team right now, by far. Like if you're talking about a top eight rotation player, Jonathan can be drawing fouls. Is he one of the best guys at drawing fouls right now in the NBA? Don't think I can argue against that. And, and, and like, honestly, that's something, you know, like you watch the first two years and it's up and down. You see the flashes. But, like, we talked about it. It's like getting to the line should have been easy for him. That, that, that should, he's way too quick and too physical. Like the combination of strength and athleticism should get him there. And it just feels like he's finally starting to put it together. I got a text. I got a couple texts from people who are just like, Kuminga question mark is the breakout coming like and that's kind of you know it's preseason there's questions to be had all over the place but I want to start there because that's the most exciting thing because we spent all summer talking about how they need another wing they're betting on Kuminga and all this stuff and you know through three preseason games making me a believer 17 free throws (laughs) 17 free throws makes 13 of them Rebounds, six. I, I I think that he took the offseason to heart 
and really figured out how he can get on the court. Him getting on the court isn't about shooting threes, isn't about shooting pull and mid-ring jump shots. It really, honestly, isn't really about playing great defense. What Steph talked about in the offseason was having a changeup. I do feel like Chris Paul gives him a changeup, but Jonathan Kaminga gives him as much as a changeup as someone playing with Chris Paul, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, look, CP3 is one of the best pick-and-roll guards of all time. Even if he's older, he's always going to have that elbow jumper. He's always going to know how to slip the ball and do kind of things that the Warriors don't traditionally run in the motion offense. But what they're really missing is like an athletic wing punch. Wiggins is one guy who does certain things. They don't really have anyone else. And Kuminga had the skill set, and last year they didn't play him. But it looks like this year they're making the case. You know, I'm throwing up the stats here from the Friday night's game against the Lakers. It's another one of the, you know, same 26 points, five for seven from the free throw line, three for five from three. I think we were reminisced to not mention it. Like he's getting more and more confident shooting the ball from deep. Not, not a shooter nor do I need him to be a shooter. Like no one's looking at him to be Clay Thompson. I just need him to stick an open shot and all in all his entire game's coming around. And I think, you know, there's a, there's a question to be had about who starts for this team, but I think the better question is who finishes and everyone thinks it's an argument about is Looney going to finish? Is Chris Paul going to finish? I'm not convinced Kuminga is not going to push his way into that six starter conversation because while he's not as uh, refined as Chris Paul, or he's not as, um, you know, as accomplished as Clay Thompson, or he's not as, uh, you know, effective a rebounder and smart player as Looney. He does things that you just need on the court. And I think there's a, I will not be surprised if he forces his way in in the five man finishing units. Yep. Yep, they need a power power wing. That's what they need. They need somebody that can play on ball. They need. Did you notice that Ming's gotten a lot smarter off ball too defensively? If he was on another team, won't know if those qualities, right? If he's going to figure out those winning qualities, but on this team, I, I think Kaminga's pretty bought in on what this team is trying to do, whether that be offensively, offensively, or defensively. Yeah. And um, Holden in the chat is bringing this up right now. He says, did Wiggins die or something? That's Wiggins' spot. Yeah, Wiggins is one two-way hyper-athletic wing. I think realistically speaking, you need multiple of those. Like, it, it's not about putting Wiggins on the bench or anything like that. Like, you know Steph exists. You know Draymond exists. The formula has always been Steph Draymond and as many two-way wings as you can get around them. You do that, no one can beat you unless, you know, suspensions and injuries get involved. Uh that's facts. That's facts. Yeah, it's it's it, it, I'm not saying it's easy to find that many two-way wings, but my point is the more they have, the better it is. It, it, like I think my overarching take on the words this year, I, I don't know if you agree with me, Andy, is like I don't think they're gonna have a starting lineup or a closing lineup that's consistent. They're gonna have like eight guys. And it's going to be like, okay, 
this is a Kuminga closing night. Or, okay, we're going big with Looney and Draymond together. Or, okay, we're going small. We're throwing Chris Paul in there, and we're going we're gonna, to you know, pick them apart that way. And I think that's kind of the type of team they have to be going, for, going forward yeah. this year. I agree. I agree. I think Clay's part of that, too. I think Clay's yeah. part of that. I think it's a team that needs to be bought in in terms of how you're going to finish games, how you're going to start games, because outside of Steph Curry, I don't think there's a guy on this team that deserves to play 35 minutes in a row. And I think that's where Kaminga comes in, who plays 34 minutes tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like one of those deals where it's just, you know, it's it's interesting. They're, it's a different team this year. It's a little more of a, you know, a little more platoon. Shout, shout, shout out to shout our guy, Cave Kapler. Uh, but. But they're way more bought in, though. Can't you tell? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I – th- is, isn't that like your takeaway from preseason? You're like, I don't know about Kuminga. Well, through three games, do you have anything negative to say? No. Nah. No. Nah. That's it. That's like that – I, I really don't. I, there's nothing you could say about Kuminga in this preseason. He's getting rebounds. He's playing defense. He's got a little mid range pull up. Like, there's nothing you can say. And he's, shot three. and he's hitting his threes. He's hitting his threes too. Like, if they leave him in the so corner, three, it's it. yeah, exactly. Perfect. I don't need anything. Like, this is what I wanted to see going into this year. Um, the other player I wanted to talk about, uh, who's been a huge surprise in the preseason, is Pajemski. He's, I don't know if he's going to play in the regular season, but would it surprise you if he fought his way into the rotation a little bit? During the regular season, because I think especially against the Lakers on Friday night, I thought he looked phenomenal. Tonight, a little less, but he didn't, you know, still played a good game. Just the feel is there. He looks like a player who who the Warriors can play. Yeah, that feel that feels incredible. I think what people care about in Steve Kerr's offense is how smart can you be with the ball. How smart can you be with the ball, and can you play off-ball offense? I do think, Pachinski, Sam, I'm kind of crossing over to your side. <laughs> no, no, seriously. He has incredible feel for the game. Incredible feel. He's got great, he's got great high point for rebounds, and he's an elite passer. Can they get him to make a three? Because Pachinski can make an off-the-dribble three, he's a star. He's an absolute star if he can do that. No, that, that's really what it comes down to. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued because like, there's a world where, you know, the shot never really comes around. He's just like a, a backup, right? Like he's just like a solid backup point guard because he's smart, right? But there's also this world where, you know, he shot it well in college, and that shot comes around, and all of a sudden you got that weapon to go with the feel and his ability to do all sorts of then now you're talking like dude you got next Steve Nash you know like that sort of thing. like and I don't want to like that's a that's a ridiculous comp but like you know what I'm you know what I'm saying like it, it's it's a uh it's not that far to go from what you're seeing to being a high level player given how young he is I mean I don't know if he's ever been to weight room like that's my big like he's no. gonna get stronger, he's gonna get quicker, he's gonna do all that sort of stuff. He's playing it this way with like a high school body, is basically my take right now. Yep. Yep. The the other topic I want to talk about is like, okay, so those two guys are my positive, like what I'm excited about at camp. Undoubtedly, 
they've got off the slow starts with the Chris Paul, Steph Curry starting lineup. Some of that's them playing the Lakers, but I don't think you and I think that's an excuse because that's a team they're going to have to go through no matter what, you know, like they're just going to, I don't really care about their ability to beat the Utah jazz, you know, like that sort of stuff. Like I care about their ability to match up with like the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Bucks, the Celtics, like those type of teams. Um, Are you concerned about their defense? Like what you saw at the early part of the Laker game? I am. I'm pretty concerned. I am. I, I after watching Friday night's game, and you can tell me that, you know, Draymond's out, Looney got in foul trouble. But I'm not I'm not completely sold that this team is a championship defensive team. Regular season, you can argue that they're a top ten, top twelve defensive team. But for the for the Warriors to win a championship, they need to be in the top five. No? I don't know if the Warriors are completely locked in defensively. I do think part of that is personnel, the guys that you have. Warriors have sacrificed offense for defense a lot in the last two or three years. I'm not sure that that Steve Kerr is going to be completely all in on the all-defense lineup. Well, I think – okay, so two things to call out. Draymond hasn't played. Obviously, that's your best defensive player. No matter what anyone says, his def- he's the best defensive player on the team. And it's preseason. In general, guys like Wiggins, Clay, eh, the effort hasn't really been there. Hasn't been the highest start, you know? So there is levels to unlock there. But to your broader point, what matters is do they have lineups to go to when you play against the great teams? You know, I don't care about their ability to defend the Portland Trailblazers, their ability to defend the Houston Rockets. Like, do they have lineups they can go to against um, the Lakers, against the Nuggets, those sort of things? It's to be seen. To me, it's to be seen. I the one my my big takeaway from the the two Laker games is like, goddamn the 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 Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Wiggins, Clay Thompson, Looney lineup looks small as hell. And they might be able to get away with it for some teams, but like they're not getting away with it versus those teams. And that's kind of all that matters to me right now. It does. It's a little problematic. I don't know how much you can get. Because the thing about Steve, you saw him in FIBA. He's going to put smalls in. Like he's going to be going small ball 99% of the time. The thing is, Steve's never been like that. And I found that interesting to see like, how often are they going to go double? How often are they going to go small? Because that's a problem for these guys. I do, like you said, Draymond's been out. Looney got in foul trouble. But, Sam, that's a problem. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is. It, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so we didn't see them throw the Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Kuminga, Draymond lineup out there because they didn't have those guys together. And quite frankly, even if you went with Looney instead of Draymond, they still didn't try those lineups. So I'd be curious to see it. That's kind of why I feel like Kuminga is such a key piece because that's a bigger, more athletic player that just helps you match up a little better in these situations. But that's like going to be the Warriors question all year, right? Like they're not going to be the biggest team. They're not going to be the most athletic team, but they have to have, they have to get closer. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they, 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 they're, they're banking on being more skilled as a shooting team and smarter than you. 
but they can't be giving up six inches at every position. Right. It's got to be like a. It's got to be kind of like okay, we're a little smaller than you, but we're gonna make up for it. Not like yeah. we're all smaller than you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I I do think. Can I say I do think this team does need some help defensively. Uh, I I do think that. Are you willing to? So here's here's my counter. I need to see him with Draymond before I say that the roster is is dead. But who's it's a short? It's a short rotation, right? Who's Draymond playing for? How often is he playing? That stuff gets kind of difficult, right? I mean, well, I, have- I think I think Draymond and Kuminga are two players who, and like obviously Draymond's all time, uh, and Kuminga is more of a young athlete. But it's like those are two guys who address your issues. Now, are they enough? Fair question. I don't know. I, but I, I, I kind of my counter to you is like I want to see those two before I say it's not enough. What do you think about Steve Kerr going Kaminga deep late in games? Because he's played him pretty deep. You mean the, the preseason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I, I, I don't. I don't mind it. I like. I like. I'm not like worried that Kaminga's gonna get tired. Like, I think for a guy who just turned 21 two weeks ago and who has to prove himself and like, I want him to. Uh, I think it matters for him to win Steve's trust. I'm all in. I, it doesn't bother me that he's doing that because I don't think he's going to play 35 minutes a game in the regular season. Do you? Right. No, no, no. Look, he might be closing maybe 20, 25 minutes a game. Do think that I think to your point, the Warriors probably should match up close and match up start just because there's going to be people that are better than certain people. But I do think the Warriors can be pretty versatile. In terms of can we get a big in? Can we get a small in? Can we run fast? Right? That type of stuff I think the Warriors can do better than anyone else in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if they can do better than anyone else in the league. I just think it's intriguing. And like I wanna see, you know, I, I if you told me they could switch Chris Paul for like a high IQ wing, I'd say sure, but it's not out there. So I'm in I'm I'm intrigued to see what this, you know, this roster of okay. You know, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, who has not played in the preseason, although it sounds like there's a chance he could play for opening night. Maybe. I don't know. He's he's getting close. Looney. Um, and then we're throwing in Kuminga. Uh, we haven't even talked about Moses Moody. He'll probably be in the rotation. We haven't talked about GP2, who I think looks excellent. Now we're talking about uh, you know, eight, nine guys who can who can do different things. It's not a perfect roster or anything, but it's a uh, it's a little more intriguing than what they did last year. I'll put it that way. In terms of shooting last year, what did the Warriors have? What did the Warriors have? Shooting, yeah. Uh, obviously, Steph and Clay, Jordan Poole. A defense is guarded Poole. He didn't hit shots for most of the year. Like, there's no way around that. Like, he he, he came in with the reputation as a shooter, and then he proceeded to not shoot the yeah. ball well all year. Uh, Anthony Lamb. Anthony Lamb was your next yeah, question. Relax, 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 relax. I mean, but that, he got into the rotation just because he hit shots. Right. You know, like, like at a certain point, the guy who hits 45% of his corner threes gets in the rotation. Uh, Wiggins, you know, and uh, Dante DiVincenzo hit shots. But, you know, anyway, what's your, what's your point about that? I, I do think, I do think this is a team that's 
probably has some of the best depth in the Western Conference. I do think the Warriors go at least 9 or 10 deep, more than any other team in the West. I do think that they have elite guard play with Paul. Yeah. In in theory, they have a Hall of Fame point guard on the floor every minute of the game. I think like, they're deeper than a lot of teams, though. I do think they're deeper than a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were to judge them off of the um, preseason games, they haven't looked great against the starters, but they've just right. they've won against blown the, the doors. Off. Yeah, they've blown yeah. the doors off second unit. Pajemski comes in, completely handles the ball. Um, they can get a bunch of other guys in there that can make a shot. Starting lineup is kind of standard, right? We're used to it. We're used to it. They go down a little bit, but and and by the way, they haven't had they haven't had their main starting lineup. But yeah, I, I get where you're going with this. I get where you're going with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, Denver. We we haven't really talked about, it, but Denver. You know, they might they probably have the best lineup in the NBA. Their starters are pro and they won the title. Uh, they're six deep, and then it's all question marks. You know, like it's not a deep team. It's like it's like we know the the Jokic, Murray, KCP, Porter, AG lineup is like going to be a nightmare right, to deal with. Right, but like right. after that, it's like Christian Braun, you know, or Brown. Whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's thought- like kind of gets to your point. The Lakers uh, honestly look better than I want to admit, but you know, still kind of work in progress. I, I admit it too. Anyway, but fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> this week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. And use light years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code light years for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The chat says Clay looks bad again, forcing shots. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? Because the last couple of preseason games, he's not, he's not shot well, but people are happy about it because he's back on the court. But he's not making his shots. What do you think about that? I thought he looked good tonight against the Kings, but undoubtedly looked bad in the two Laker games. It's a work in progress. He has not looked good in the small ball starting lineup. There's no way around that. He's trying. So, so can can I have a t- can I give you a take? Let's go. Steve Kerr says I want Clay to play power forward. Everyone freaks out because it sounds ridiculous. What what does he actually mean by Clay playing power forward? I think he wants him to just to rebound, get in there, a little bit there of offside go. defense. Yep. Off like defend off ball and rebound. That's really all it means, right? And I think those are reasonable asks of Clay. I don't think it's unreasonable to be like, Clay, 
you're 33 years old. You've been in six fucking NBA finals. I, you have to have a higher basketball IQ than Jonathan Kaminga. You know, like that's, that's, that's what he's saying really. Uh, and, and through three games, I haven't been bothered with the, you know, the IQ aspect of it. I haven't been bothered by the effort rebounding, but like it's a work in progress. It's unclear if he can actually adapt a skill set to be that guy. Like he's not Andre Godala, you know? Like that's kind of what it comes down to for me. And they've started the games with these really old, slow lineups. That's why I'm kind of I I keep bringing this back up. I'm not convinced Kuminga being inserted in the starting lineup isn't the move that fixes the roster because it like gets a young guy in there with some older guys. And then you move some older guys to the bench and you have a kind of a mixed unit there instead of throwing all uh, the 35 and over crew in one lineup. You know what I'm saying? I think this is one of the deepest teams in the league, though. Like, I, I, do, th- I do think in terms of defense and offense, this is one of the deepest teams in the league. I think Kaminga's locked in. I think this is a team that wins a lot of regular season games 11 deep. And the 10 11 are pretty impactful, right? Pretty impactful. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I have one last thing we need to talk about, Andy. Mr. Bob Myers, officially a media guy. I don't know if you saw it. Play the video. It's pretty weird. We're going to play the video in a second. Pretty weird to see him on NBA Countdown. Are you ready for the Bob Myers media guy tour? I, I think. That he still plays the agent game. I think that he's still once, for the once warrior. An agent, always an agent. He's selling. Bob is selling. Mm-hmm. I, I think that he still loves the Warriors. I just think that he just didn't want to work for the Warriors anymore. Does that make sense? Like, oh, I, 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 I know what you're saying, but I'm not willing to go there. But <laughs> I, I do get what you're saying. I, I think I think he loves the Warriors. I just don't think he wanted to work. I'm not, I'm not, I think, I think you're being sold a bag, honestly. I think, I think this is like uh, the usual suspects. You're the guy who's falling for Kevin Spacey's life. <laughs> I think Bob um, is being sold a bag as well. <laughs> All right, let's pull it up. So, th- this is in co- the context of this. Uh, you'll know it's, it has to do with Clay Thompson's contract extension, non extension, whatever the hell you want to call it. Adrian Wojnarowski here because the Warriors, they made a couple of blockbuster offseason moves, including, of course, acquiring Chris Paul. But a big question mark still remains, and that is Clay Thompson. He is extension eligible. He's entering the last year of his deal. So where to talk stand between the Warriors and Clay Thompson now, Woj? Emily, I'm told that there has been absolutely no progress on a Clay Thompson extension in Golden State that they are both still apart on years and money. And there's a very real possibility that uh, Clay Thompson goes into free agency next summer without a deal. And I think that's where it gets complicated for Golden State and becomes a little bit something of a high wire act, especially if Clay Thompson duplicates this year the kind of season he had last year 41% three point shooting, led the league with 301 threes, and, you know, his best uh, points per game at almost 22 points a game in several years. You know in the marketplace, teams value shooting. They value uh, high-level wing defense. And so I think for Golden State, this has a chance to become, I think, the first real test of keeping together that core of Steph Curry, Draymond Green, 
and Clay Thompson. The first real test, and right now, no closer to a deal. It feels like we have to turn to you, Bob Myers, who has been in these conversations, in these meetings in the past, an executive for 10-plus years here. What is the path forward for Clay Thompson and Golden State? Well, this is why I left, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, a lot of times people will say it's just business, but this is not a just business situation. Mm. This guy, um, there's going to be a statue of this player outside of Chase Center. He was instrumental in bringing four championships. He's beloved um, inside the organization, the fan base. So it's not so simple as it's money and years. This is, this is, this is why it was hard for me. Like, I, you get relationships with these people, especially if you've succeeded with them. And, and that core has been together for 12 years. And that's just so rare now. It just doesn't happen. And so this is a delicate negotiation. From what okay. I know and delicate. see, he wants to stay. They want him to stay. Doesn't mean it'll happen. But it is a test. It's certainly a test. Okay, okay Bob. So, and this okay, is Bob. probably the first real test. Real test. First real test. The first real, like, okay. Can we be honest? Give pre us your take. Pre-show, pre-show meeting, they're like, we're calling this the first real test. Woj lays it out there. Malika's like, the first real test? With, like, an inflection to let people know. And then... Bob coming through to secure it at the end, going, this is their first real test. Fuck off, man. <laughs> They've this is I'm not saying Clay's coming back, but first real test. Every one of these players has extended three times. He's they went back. through the Kevin Durant thing. Like they've won four titles. The chat is correct. There's no test. It's not even about there being no test or a test. Calling it the first real test is just disingenuous. That's facts. You're right. They've the first real test would be the Oklahoma City Thunder figuring out if they can retain Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams and Shea Gilders Alexander at the same time because they're a young team and they're unsure if they can keep all those guys. Dude, these dudes have been through a lot of things. Call it's not the it's. If Clay, like, I know you think Clay's back, but if Clay goes, it's not because they haven't been through the ringer 15 times before. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many times do you think they've negotiated? You know, like, yep. do you remember Igudala going yep. to meet with the Houston Rockets and the Sacramento Kings? And There's he's no going to leave. There's like, no fucking it's, test. It's, it's like one of those things where it's just like, dude, you're just being disingenuous about all the things they've been through. They're, they're, they're trying to create drama. There's no test. Clay's coming back. He'll be there. I'm with you. They've been through some fucking wars that nobody knows. Also, right? they've, been like, through, they've been through negotiations. Like This isn't the first like contentious... Draymond they, just went through negotiations. <laughs> exactly. Literally a month ago. Oh, how many how many rich ball leaks of how he's going to... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, all this sort of stuff. It's like... $40 million. You know what I think is interesting, though? Uh, you know who Clay's agent is? It, it may or may not be the agency that Bob Myers worked at before the wars. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Wasserman. Anyway, I think what is hilarious, you know, I feel I'm just going to throw it out there. I am very confident all these leaks are coming from Clay's side. Very confident. Do you think, do you, how much do you think they're offering him right now? Three years, 55. I, I mean, I think 
the leaks are Clay's not happy with the offer he's getting and he's trying to let it be known because you know he wants more. And I think the Warriors are sitting here going, bro, no one's offering you more. You know, you're you're not that guy anymore. Not that guy anymore. I don't know. That's what it feels like to me. But it also feels like they'll pay he's him. Not, he's not, four for four for one twenty. They'll pay him. Oh, no chance. Four for one twenty. Zero. Zero chance he gets. Did you see Chris Mannix's report? Four for one forty. That's what he said. It is Chris Mannix, though. Not very trustworthy. Fair. I think he's back. I don't care how much money it is. I think he's back. I know you don't, but here's here's what I think. I think the Warriors are hardballing him because they know he doesn't have offers in this in the way that he wants them. And I don't think they're concerned that if they don't sign him, he's going to throw a tantrum. Because because if Clay maybe we'll end it. Maybe we'll, we'll 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 cap it off at some point here, but I do think if Clay gets an offer one fifteen, and then he gets an offer from someone else at like one twenty five, think Clay's coming back for one fifteen. Well, I, th- I think they'd throw him one twenty five if someone else threw him one twenty five. My my point is, I don't think he's getting that right now. I think the Warriors. I, I let, let me let me put this on the record. I think the Warriors would be willing to pay him thirty plus million a year if another team was willing to pay him that. I think right now they think no one's going to give him that, and why should we be the team who pays him based on nothing? That that could be wrong. That's just the way I'm reading it. Like, sure. you know, sure. I think we leave it at that. I think I think it's been fun. I think Kuminga looks like a star. Um, I'm ready to get into this Bob Meyer stuff more and more. Appreciate you, brother. Oh, it's a last test. Last test. It's a last test. First, Good night. No, we'll see you guys. On- first real test. First, first real, real test. test of the dynasty. Oh, my God. I'll see you guys back on Tuesday.